We are part of the Fired Up Sports Network of shows. Please check out other Fired Up Sports Network podcasts like the P-Lot Pod, What Are Cooler Talk, Bell Smashers, Philly Sports Love and Pain, Drunk on Broad, Beer Battered Sports, and the Fired Up Sports Show, which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media. Also, check out Mark Ramos' Ramos Roundup on Fired Up Sports, com, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams. Mark, time to talk all things Flyers. Um, I would tell you that it's been a week, but it's been one hell of a week. Yeah. Um, the uh, sadly, the the news kind of drops that you know the. Let's backtrack. It starts with the the release that the Flyers put out, where they basically say that Carter Hart's taken you know an indefinite leave of absence. Um, that he's uh, citing personal reasons, club, you know, and, and the club has no further comment. Similar statements put out by other teams, Flames, uh, Devils, yeah, the, the, all, all the teams that had player, the five players involved. Um, and I guess you know the, the 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 then the news stories start to trickle out, right? You see the start. You know, the 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 news reports that come out of you know London, Ontario, and and the police department, and you know they're they're waiting for those guys to turn themselves in. Um, we just can't have nice things, man. Yeah, yeah. I you know, it's such a delicate thing, right? Like it really uh, is to to talk about. First of all, I mean, I hope. You know that that the justice system plays out in a way that um, there's some kind of closure. Not that maybe there's ever really closure, but uh, that that something comes of this for the victim. Yeah, um, I, I echo those sentiments um, like one million percent. The, the, yeah, the, this this is not about this player or these players or this team. Um, mm-hmm. more importantly, it's about the, the person in this that will be affected the most, which is the victim. So, right. um, and, um, I commend, you know, her, her like bravery for wanting to, um, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, open herself up to what will be all kinds of criticisms or just outright sexism or yeah. whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, uh, the Flyers were very mum about it, as were the other teams. I think that that was a legal uh, thing. Um, yeah. I think that those uh, the statement that Briere read on, I believe, Wednesday, I think it was when he spoke to the media, um, which he was scheduled to speak anyway. Uh, he, he had like a scheduled uh, meeting with the media regardless, and they just happened to have this this stuff come down the pike about uh, heart taking a, a leave of absence and and that it could be connected to the 2018 uh, hockey Canada scandal and um but the statement that he had read was a was a prepared statement it, it, it seemed like it was very um 
it looked like it was um, a lot of legally uh, legal uh, legal legality in it, you know, in terms yeah, of just, that, just I'm sure just they were what the teams released, what the what what the flyers spoke mm. of. Um, it seems like that was a directive from even above the organization that this was a right. league to say, hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna handle this universally, which if they did, kudos to them for for handling it in in that way. Um, because that, that does do a really good job at paying respect to the victim as well to say, sure. we're going to try to handle this, uh, without a whole lot of, uh, carnival and, 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 and leave ourselves open to, to any extra questions to say like, Hey, listen, we're going to let this play out. We're, we're going to make sure that the players are doing what they're supposed to do, that they're available and that they're cooperating. Um, but this is just, uh, just not, not great. Um, especially, you know, from a, from a team perspective, um, you've got a guy who's the center of your rebuild and Mm -hmm. you don't essentially know what, what and how this is going to play out. Um, just a shame. Yeah, it yeah, it's a shame for, um, you know, everybody, you know, involved. I think about not only f- the family of the victim, but the families of of the players that were let, you know, that could like have involvement, how that'll affect their lives, yeah. uh, you know, and, um, you know, like too, it, and, and this is more, I guess, a comment for uh, how things are spoken about on the internet and and things like that but you know you're allowed to have concurrent thoughts about things like this right you can be disgusted and appalled uh, about what had happened here you can also have the thought of like well how is this going to affect my favorite team and a player that maybe that i i enjoyed watching play for my team or you know and and you know as far as like that goes as far as that's concerned for the flyers i think you know they have the ability uh with this situation and and it being heart being a a a vocal point of their entire situation the rebuild the current iteration of the team maybe what the team looks like in three to five years you would have thought he would have been a part of it um now i don't know that i'll ever play again depending on how this shakes out and you know and with good reason if it does you know if it does get proven in 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 court that you know there was malicious action intent you know with yeah absolutely um so beyond that i think like or not so much beyond that but as a side i think for the the organization in general um it's a it's a good thing that they're able to move ahead with Sam Erson this year, uh, hand the reins over to Sam, who's been good this year, but he's only 24 years old and right. it could be a lot of responsibility for him, but organizationally across the board, the flyer, one of their strengths in the organization is that they have a lot of goaltenders, a lot yeah. of goaltenders with prominent potential. So, um, and I think we've seen this play out for the Flyers over the last couple of weeks. I think that 
this is kind of graded on them. The team's also in somewhat of a slide right now. There's a lot going yeah. on around the team yeah. and, uh, involving a teammate and, and someone maybe guys considered a friend and still do. Um, or maybe just you considered someone a friend and you thought you knew them better than you did. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot. Right, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of dynamics that are happening right now. You're like what you're talking about. The the there's a whole mental piece about like, do I really know this guy who is my teammate the way the way I thought I know him? Mm-hmm. Is he, you know, is he a guy that, uh, oh, oh, that that this kind of situation just makes you question a lot mm-hmm. um, as a per as a person and as a teammate. And as a player, and it right. does it, it it does weigh on you. Um, it doesn't help that they're in a really tough stretch of games right now, where they're playing teams that are really playing well. Uh, I mean, you came, you're you're coming off, you know, winning six out of seven. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you lose four consecutive games. You're going to play Boston today, you know, around twelve thirty. Um, you lose to Colorado, Ottawa, Tampa, and Detroit. Um. It's going to be a really tough stretch, right? Because now after this, you're going to play. I'm just going to pull up next month's schedule, but you're going to play Boston, Florida, Winnipeg, Seattle, Arizona. Like you've you've got four more straight games against teams that are playing really well. Yeah, um, yeah, they're going to play. Uh, this is somewhat of a gauntlet for the Flyers, like a, a mid-season uh, gauntlet, because a lot of these yeah. teams are very good and. Um, today, today's game, uh, later today, um, this afternoon, Boston's coming into town. They're one of the best teams, if not the best team in the Eastern conference. Um, and, um, so, uh, you know, the all-star break is coming up for, for the flyers. Uh, the Mm -hmm. flyers also have their like league mandated, um, like bye week coming up here, um, where they'll be all like the flyers are off after today they'll be off until after the all-star break. I don't think they come back till sometime in February. Uh, yeah. So they, play, they, they play today and then they don't play again until the, the Florida game after the break is February 6th. Yeah. So right. they'll be back you, the sixth and, um, and I think it's like, this is a good time to, to step away from everything, the yeah. rink, uh, you know, maybe go on vacation, you know, and, and, and just kind yeah, of, yeah, I, I, I get this feeling like there's a lot of, um, island adventures <laughs> that are about, that are about to happen where guys can just, you know, they just, they, they step away because it's for um, the love of God, stay out of trouble. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can you just you know? go, go with your family, can yeah. take your family somewhere, like go to Disney world, like, t- like take your kids somewhere or like, just stay at your house in South Jersey. Like yeah, I, I, I don't need like th- this is a time where like I don't need any new news. Like, yeah. the, the, the the news that's come out ha- has been enough to kind of tackle on a personal level or on a fan level. And then you kind of put yourself in the middle because you know that like the more important perspective is on the personal level and thinking about the victim and thinking about how it's affecting her and her life and her family from this point moving on. Yeah. Um, but that at some point your mind wanders to like how it affects the team. And like, it's weird sure. to be in that spot where you're like, is it a personal thing? Is it a, 
Is it a fan thing? And then like, it's, it's a blended thing. It's, it's all right. one thing. And you know, we've seen this before with other sports, with other scandals, with other things that have happened. Right. Um, but this, the, the, the stretch when they come back after the all-star break, right. We talked about Florida at Florida, Winnipeg, Seattle, they have Arizona, which is a team that's kind of a, a beatable team. But even after Arizona, right, you're going to go uh, at Toronto. You have the 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 February 17th outdoor game with with New Jersey. Yep. But then you're going to co play at Chicago, New York, at Pittsburgh, Tampa. Like your your month of February is going to be. We might start to see the team kind of come back to center a little bit they've been playing really really well um outside of this last four game stretch um but again watching this team with no no with no reasonable expectation of of, of anything yeah. really does you know it, it, it lets you navigate these kind of ebbs and flows a little bit easier yeah yeah i think um just where this has gone this year um how well how well of a, a how well they played in general in the first half of the season um i didn't sorry i certainly did not anticipate um but uh yeah you kind of get pulled to the center a little bit when when you're you're a little bit in over your head or you've played really yeah. well but you know underlining numbers though for the flyers have been strong which would suggest that they could keep this this play up which is that, that's certainly a, a positive sign um, but then, you know, like, uh, on the flip side of that argument, it's just that some of these teams that have a lot, you know, on paper, uh, and just from a roster configuration standpoint, they possess more talent, um, as the season wears along and the games get more important, um, you know, water tends to find its level and it's just, that's just kind of how uh, hockey works. And, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't mean, though, that I, I'm, I'm not coming away super uh, happy with how things have gone, and that they're close. They're closer than maybe I thought, and that's a that's in a positive sign. Looking forward, that maybe they're not that far away, and uh, and God, you know, I mean, like they still could make the playoffs this year. That's not, you know, that that, that that's not out of the realm of possibility either. Right. So. Uh, but this this uh, next couple weeks of games coming up for the Flyers, this is a this is a tough stretch, and they're going to play some a lot of good teams here. Um, in addition to that, I think I wrote about this for one in one of the. I was going to say this up. was one, this was in one of your articles. Yeah, I, I like about the uh, the Flyers have run with um, eleven forwards and seven defensemen for a little while now, and um, I think that also that that that's something that. It's a it's a good short term strategy, like in the middle of the okay. season. I think when you start relying on it a little too much, you you start wearing guys out. You know, um, it's hard for D pairs to kind of, you know, when you're ro- when you're playing with a rotating kind of situation where you're playing with a different partner uh, every so many shifts, that chemistry yeah. could be signals to get crossed. And then for the forward group, you know, you're playing one short. A lot of guys are getting ice time, which is in one situation a good thing. Yeah. And then on the other side of that, it's just like you're playing a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, yeah. you're relying on 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 guys to play a lot of heavy minutes. And then if, you know, you shorten up your bench, 
you're playing even more minutes, you know? So yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I think I mean, uh, fatigue's playing a factor in, in where, you know, how they've played lately as well. So do you, do you think that that, do you think that that becomes like a rotation of, of like sending guys down, bringing guys up? Like we've seen them be kind of active on, you know, sending guys down to Lehigh Valley. Mm-hmm. You saw Bobby Brink go down there. He's down there playing right now. Yeah. Um, do you think that becomes something that they kind of move through through the rest of the season in terms of like rotate, like maybe not, they're not keeping those guys on the active roster, but like bringing guys up from Lehigh Valley, sending guys down? Yeah. I think that um, adding Jamie Drysdale, um, yeah. that played a factor into it. Not that you wouldn't want to acquire Jamie Drysdale, and you certainly wouldn't not acquire him for those reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, I think the Flyers anticipate uh, making some trades at the deadline that'll okay. open up some spots, and they'll be able to slide guys into positions. Um, like they'll be able to easier, more easily slot guys into spots um, because uh, you know they'll have the space to do it. Um, you know, I, Bobby Brink was a player too. I think, you know, they sent him down because they wanted him to get the ice time. Um, but um, it kind of goes with the conversation. If you were still with us with uh, in the Sixer on the Sixer show uh, prior to the break was like, we were talking about Embiid and the efficiency of the minutes, right. you know, sending a guy down the Lehigh Valley because you want him to get minutes isn't always um, uh I don't know that that's always like as positive of a thing. Like it's a, ma- it really matters what you do in those minutes. So if you're sure. playing at, if you're playing at the NHL level and you're not getting 20 minutes a night, but you're playing well, you know, you'll stay in the lineup if you're not. And they want you to just kind of play a bunch of minutes down there because we don't really have a spot for you right now. Cause the roster is kind of crowded. Then, yeah. then it's just kind of like you can play a lot of minutes in Lehigh Valley on the top line, but it really matters about what you do in those minutes. So, you know, I think the Flyers will look somewhat different after the trade deadline. I think that they have said recently, you know, they're not losing sight of the future. And I think that suggests that there are some guys on the roster that will probably they probably won't be here after the deadline. Uh, I don't know who who that might be, but uh, it kind of sounds like they're anticipating um, some moves here. Yeah. No. All right. So get so. Who, who are some guys that are some candidates for you? You know, I, I know that there's been a lot of talk about him, uh, but I think Sean Walker uh, is is somebody who's probably going to be moved on here. Uh, I think that whatever he fetches in a trade will probably be more valuable to them at this point. Uh, okay. He's a free agent after this year. Sean's played really, really well for the Flyers this year. Um, and I also think, though, again, you know, the Jamie Drysdale trade changed some of those things, whereas, like, before they acquired – Drysdale, they were looking more into, uh, well, maybe we'll re-sign Sean Walker, you know, maybe like we'll keep him because he's played so well. Um, I think that kind of changed once they acquired uh, um, Drysdale and and they felt more comfortable moving on. Um, And hey, I mean, like if you can get a, if they're able to get a first rounder or an equivalent, you know, if they can identify a prospect, like they kind of identified Owen Tippett in the Claude Giroux trade, uh, a guy yeah. that maybe has been shoved down the depth chart somewhere, but 
uh, was shoved down the depth chart due to like a numbers game, not necessarily right. because they can't play at this level. And then you get an opportunity to bring someone in who's got some ability that just hasn't been able to show it yet. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the, the, and you saw that the later on in the week, right. When they, when they hand out the, the extensions, right. The, yes. Owen, the Owen Tippett extension um, for, you know, essentially locking them up for the next, you know, better part of a decade for eight years. Right. He's got the, the 6.5 AAV, which mm-hmm. is for, for a guy who's been as talented as he has in the time that we've seen him, we're, we're coming in close to a calendar year with him. Um, I think getting him at that number is a really, really good way to kind of allocate your money. Um, yep. And then, you know, you, you, you see the news with Ryan, with Ryan Perley earlier, you know, mm-hmm. or late later on a couple of days later um, that they're kind of, you know, that they're able to swing a deal with him to get his, you know, contract extended for another two years. Um, you, you see that they're doing a good job at identifying talent, young talent that they want to keep around and then realizing mm-hmm. the pieces and assets that, are kind of on the auxiliary that you know they're not in, they're not going to be a position to out to, to kind of acquire big name talent, but that they could be efficient in terms of using what they have right now to kind of move them further down the line. Which yeah. go back to something you said earlier, right? The fact that they are closer is a good thing. Right? Yeah. They're not there. Um, but you can see that they're kind of taking steps in progress to kind of move themselves forward. Um, Nick Sealer and Morgan Frost. Sealer is a guy, another guy who's an unrestricted free agent at the end mm-hmm. of the year. Um, those are guys that, like, I, I could see if if they're going to swing a deal. Those are those are two other guys that I think might be guys that they'd be willing to move on from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, as well, I think the Flyers have really talked up Nick Sealer lately. I think they're big fans of him. Like, I don't think that that's just you know, um, uh, what do you what do you call pumping it? his tires? Yeah, I don't think they're just pumping his tires. I think they really do legitimately like him. Um, okay. He's been a vet, he's been a really great teammate. Everybody has like positive things to say about Nick. Uh, he's tough as nails, works his tail off. He's a good player. Uh, yeah, and I he's, mean, he, he's he's put in the work. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, oh yeah. Work. I mean, listen, he's he's 31. Mm-hmm. So he's on the bat. He's he's on the, the he, he could be a an experienced guy that could come yeah. in and be productive for somebody. Um, yeah, he's cheap. He's you know, he's making seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollar cap hit. So mm-hmm. um, and he's an unrestricted free agent. So like you're, you're getting a guy for a stretch run. You're probably not going to have to give up much. But again, if it's going to be. Get an asset now versus lose him in free agency and get nothing Mm -hmm. and you're not it's it's not a make or break like right now their odds to make the playoffs as of today are like 68 percent, which is still really great um it's still you know kind of it's on the better half of of, you know making the playoffs when you have um you you really came into the season with kind of zero expectations um Any other guys? Are there any other guys on your on your on your list as far as trade yeah, candidates? Uh, Sealer's interesting. I you mentioned the Ryan Paling um, uh, 
extension. And I do think with uh, the paling extension, I, I wonder what that means for a player like Scott Lawton. Um, Lawton, going back a few years here, I like just it's been reported by Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick, like on their show, that like the Flyers have gotten offers in the past that they've turned down uh, for um, Scotty Lawton. And um, he's been a really good soldier here. Uh, he loves playing here. He's the only player wearing a letter right now for the team. Yeah. And I think that, you know, Paling's younger, cheaper, and he does a lot of the same things. So you're not wrong. I think I didn't think about I didn't think I didn't think about it until you said it, but you're not wrong. Yeah. So I'm starting to think, you know, maybe they pull the trigger now on on a lot in trade. Uh it would suck because he's been here a long, he's only ever yeah. played here. He's always expressed his like love of playing in Philadelphia. And you want guys like when we mentioned guys like Sealer and Lawton, the Flyers have been very, very um they've been very open and adamant about like how they wanted to kind of create a foster a new culture uh, or bring back some of the old culture, whatever, you know, right. verbiage you want to use to describe it. And Lawton and Sealer are like kind of culture type guys. Like they kind of play the, they kind of play like the quote unquote flyer way. And, yeah. um, but I mean, it's a business. It's a business. So I think at the, at the end of the day, yes, you're absolutely so, right. I do wonder about his status now that they have uh, Ryan Paling locked up, who's played well for them uh, as a as a good bottom six, um, you know, uh, PKer. Uh, he's chipped in some offense this year. Um, he's done some good things, and uh, he earned that contract. But at the same time, it's like do you really need more than one guy who kind of bring that. So uh, I Lawton's another one that I think I, it makes me wonder about him. Now that Paling's got that new deal, gotcha. I hear, you. I hear you. Well, listen, I'm I'm curious to see when this, you know, when when this does kind of play out. Um, now, the other news that drops a little bit more lighter and brighter news, right? yeah. the, uh, the 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 Flyers and, and the and the three other teams release their uh, their their outdoor game uniforms, right. which. I really, I really like. Um, yeah. So let's let's zero in on the Flyers first. The, the, okay. what, what are your initial thoughts about the Flyers? Be, a, a, as a guy who is a connoisseur of jerseys, um, <laughs> I I like it. I like the. Yeah. I, I like it. It looks newer, but it looks really clean. Yeah. I I'm a big fan. Like I really really like this jersey. Um, I kind of like the um like the black piping on the top there it goes all the way around to the back like across the name bar and uh you don't like you don't see that like that's not like really a look that you kind of see right. um and i kind of like that and i like that too uh like they have the numbers up on the shoulders which is not a look that the flyers typically do uh they more of a, do that's more of a football thing yeah more of a football kind of look and um i really like that and um you know the the logo, of course, is front and center as it always is, and um, it's a it is. I agree. It's a it's a clean jersey, um, and uh, it, it's a little bit different than what they've done before. So uh, I like that uh, about it. And um, 
it's sharp. I think I'm going to have to get one too. Yeah. Yeah. This might, this might, now listen, when I, I, I don't know if I can get this on a legit site because the other day, like you, you, we're all, listen, we're all on the mailing list. So I got, the, I, of course I got the, the, the link to, to buy it directly from the NHL and it was like <laughs> 275 and I'm like, yeah. Oh, like, nah, nah I, I'm going to wait for one of the, I'll wait for one of the off brand sites to kind of rip it off and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and pay and I'll wait the five, six weeks to get it. But like, but it's really clean and it, and it's, it's odd because what what's not odd is like, doesn't matter what jersey they go with that the logo is always front and center and it's yep. always the logo. Um, mm-hmm. even when the the their last outdoor game, um, the one that they played at home that was like the the solid orange, yeah. Um, so it's always the logo because I saw some renderings of what some of the other versions of of people what they thought it could be. Right. And the one that I kind of liked almost because it wasn't the logo was like the scripted flyers across the front. Yeah. Like, so it was in like the current, like the, it was an all orange Jersey with the, uh, with the script across the front, which, mm-hmm. um, which I did, which I liked um, yeah. just may- maybe just because it was different, yeah. but it is really, really clean. And out of all of the jerseys, um, I might be partial cause it's my squad, but I really do like, I, I like it compared to the other ones. Um, yeah. So what what are your thoughts on the other ones? Because the Rangers one, I don't hate. I, I do like that. It, it, it's a yeah. different take on, on the jersey, but I do like it. I feel like the Rangers, like if I had the pick out of the, out of the three, like if the Flyers are number one for me, I think that the Rangers would be 1B, and I hate it because it's the Rangers, but it mm-hmm. uh, it's like – it's a perfect blend, I think, of like new and old school. Like they do, they've always done the diagonal script. That's like very classic Rangers. Yeah. Uh, NYR across it real big. I think it's kind of cool. It's got the jersey tie at the top, so it kind of has that classic uh, look. I really, really like that, and I'm assuming they're gonna wear like blue pants with that. Um, it's gonna look sharp, I think, on on ice. And um, you know, I'm a big fan of that jersey too, even though. I hate the Rangers. It's it's really uh that's a nice that's a really nice sweater. I kind of like the um or like rather I should say the Islanders jersey is very like ugly Christmas sweater like if you're <laughs> I don't know I, what was yeah, going on there. It it's crazy that you say so like the, the Islanders one really like it really does just like scream of like how simple can we make this? Yeah. And it's like, all right, so we're just going to like draw a straight line across the top and a straight <laughs> line across the bottom. And we're just going to make it all kind of match up. Yeah. Um, and, and the hard part is like, there, there's so much tradition in that franchise. Yeah. In, in, in the, the, the success that they had in the late seventies um, and the, the color scheme that you could have gone with um, because they they've had some really, really classic, you know, uniforms that they, mm-hmm. that, that look really, really sharp. And I feel like th- this could have been a time where you could have called back to a little bit of that era. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, those teams in the late seventies were mm-hmm. just wildly successful. Um, and this just seems like a, 
how do I say this politely? It seems like an off-brand like knockoff that you might find at like Peddler's Village. <laughs> like it just it 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 seems like you you let like the kindergarten class design that one, and they're yeah. just like, oh, let's just put letters. Yeah, it just it it, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of thought. I I don't mind the Devils one. I'm not a huge fan of. It seems mm. like like almost too simple. Um, yeah. But I don't hate it. I, I get it. But yeah. like the Islanders one, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. The, uh, the, the devil's one, I, I feel like for me, I, I mean, like they have that really, I always thought the devil's logo was always very cool with the devil tail on it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think it, it's, it's simple. It gets it gets the job done. You know, it's a, yeah. it's fine. Uh, the Islanders one though, I I just like I just all I can picture is like across the front with the Isles script on it. It's just like I was saying, like I just a couple Christmas trees and maybe a reindeer on there, and you have your like Islanders uh, ugly Christmas sweater. That's just all I see when I see this jersey and. Um, oh, and they go navy Mark, blue too, which is like you were just yeah. saying about like they have the classic blue they could have gone back to with um you know their their classic look. But um yeah, navy blue, I you know, I don't know, and I like navy blue too, but I just and they, they have Listen. a great logo too, and it's nowhere to, to be seen on it. So yeah, I don't know. All right. So Mark, I'm all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna swap share in the screens here because okay. Just for just for us, I I had to pull up the uh, the I I just I just googled Islanders ugly Christmas sweaters just oh, to boy. see like see how close we okay. are to some of them. All like, right. all right, here here we go. You ready? Look at this one. Yeah. That is it the looks, that is what the jersey is. <laughs> it looks wildly similar, right? You've got the giant band across it with the word yeah. Island. Um, it's just like. Like, like that is the jersey. That is the jersey. Like, like this is something that I didn't think that I would be finding a, as good of of a comp. But like, <laughs> all I did was Google Islanders ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah, and I'm um, I'm there. Uh, like, wow. I, I just that oh that is uh, eerily similar to what they're wearing. It is kind of wild. Like, I would have loved. Like this, this logo. Yeah. I love, I love the NY with the, with the Island across the bottom. Yeah. Like even if you had just stuck that logo mm-hmm. in the middle, it's a callback. It's a callback to a time when, when your city was like, I know that they got, they got roasted for, for this logo. <laughs> um, That like fans were not happy when they kind of switched to, yeah. to that, but like, Oh God. The fact that I was able to just, just, just do that just on a whim, just Google searching. Um, Jeez. And see, look at that. They're out of stock too. So people probably bought them. They're going to wear them (laughs) to the rink uh, for the game. Cause it'll be, it'll be cheaper than buying. It was cheaper than buying the the $275 Jersey. So they just buy something that's like, pretty damn close to it's, it. it's close enough and and kind of works oh, so yeah i i don't know man that that uh 
the Islanders jersey. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, the other ones are fine. I really like the Rangers jersey, though. I, I will say it is. Uh, it is nice. That one's sharp. Like it. Um, and, and they are. I, I love that you've got like they are one of the origin franchises. So mm-hmm. like it is nice to see them kind of do a a, a really solid blend of old and new. Um, yeah. To keep to a tradition of the diagonal letter scripts, yeah. um, but just you know, really, really, really curious about um, how they look out there because I think that, and I love the idea of what they're doing with this outdoor game that they're having four teams play at one mm-hmm. location. I think that that's something that um, that we might see moving forward in terms of. But next show, let's talk different outdoor games. Talk about okay. places maybe that they've played, maybe places that we'd like to see them play. All um, right, yeah, we should. We'll definitely do that. Any, anything other? Any, anything other flyers that you wanna you wanna talk about before we jump out of here? No, I think. Uh, I mean, like coming up, uh, even though there's no Flyers hockey after today for for a little while, uh, the All Star Games coming up, and Travis Konechny will be there um, uh, representing right. the Flyers and. You know that's a reason, at least for me, to 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 watch. TK has been great this year uh, for the Flyers. So, um, you know, we'll uh, you know go out and uh, if you're gonna, you ain't got nothing going on. Watch the All Star Game. Watch you support TK, and uh, hopefully he'll he'll put on a show. Before we jump out here, speaking mm-hmm. of jerseys, have you did you see the the All Star jerseys? I have, I have. Unfortunately, what are your thoughts? Because I'm gonna pull them up. <laughs> They're, uh, man, this is, these are rough, you know, these are, I think these are kind of rough. Um, here we go. You know, I, I, I always like, and maybe it was just because I was a kid. Yeah. I, like I, I, I missed the, when they did the East West, um, just the Eastern conference teal jerseys, the Western conference purple jerseys. They were like, I love those. Yeah. Um, these are like, I don't, I don't really get these <laughs> like, no. And like, I, I don't get it either. And I, I don't understand the, the fascination with it's uh, like the, the, this is the thing that like, it, this got all the way up the food chain and got okay yeah. at every level that they were <laughs> like, I like those. Yeah. Um, like, I don't love, I don't, I don't hate the idea of keeping it simple. I just, right. I don't like the, the colors to me seem really random. Yeah. Like I would like, I would have loved like, like to call back. Right. You have like, remember at some point when they had like the, the one was, they had like a black, a white and an orange. And like all of them were Mm -hmm. like, one was the the white was prominent. Mm -hmm. One was the, the, black was prominent. One was the orange was prominent because they were all kind of calls to that, that Campbell conference kind of like that, that sure. era. Sure. Um, these colors just seem really random. And again, they seem like, like off brand, like <laughs> somewhat like, like misprint jerseys that like you, you would find at like a thrift store. Like I just, yeah. it, it's, it just, yeah, I don't, I don't I'm not a fan uh, of these. I'm trying to think of some recent ones that I thought were okay. Um, I'm having a hard time thinking of them. <laughs> but but like the, um, this just to me is like i don't know man it just doesn't yeah it just doesn't do it for me and i'm a dude that like i know my wife is in the next room listening but like i i know that like 
I'm I'm not I'm not itching to go buy this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, this one's tough. Uh yeah. Yeah. And listen, like the 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 idea with the nameplate, it, it it's just it, it's I like that it's different. I like that it's clean. I like that it's kind of a blend of everything, but oh, Mark. Yeah. What do you what do you got? You got uh you got is there is there a mid year recap coming up on the uh, uh, an article coming up? Yeah, so I, I plan to do that. Um, we'll kind of like, kind of like a gear in kind of review type of thing midway uh, at the All Star break here. Uh, I plan to have all kinds of um, uh, trade deadline stuff. Um, also I have some, we're, we're in the process of getting some water cooler talk flyer podcasts, uh, nice. episodes back up and running. Um, and, uh, I'll continue to do the weekly thing. We'll we'll get a little bit of Sixers up there too. Cause we're, we're getting to that point now where that picture starting to come a little bit clearer. Um, you know, so that's what I uh, plan to do here coming up for uh, firedupsports.com. So very nice. Well, listen, we'll check check us out on the next episode. We'll be back, but uh, go Flyers. Go Flyers. Vonsee Brewing Company is a 20-barrel, 16,000-square-foot microbrewery with a 2,500-square-foot tasting room, including a spacious outside beer gardens in Norristown, PA, in the heart of Montgomery County. The Von C. family is part of the family that started C. Schmidt and Son Brewing in 1860. Stop in Wednesday through Sunday and taste a variety of draft and 16-ounce cans of originally brewed beer and tell them the Drunk on Broad crew sent you. Von C. Brewing is located at 1210 Stenbridge Street, Suite 300 in Norristown. Cheers! Team Clicks are the only glasses for real sports fans. With interchangeable arms you can support all of your favorite teams, or even make and create custom options as well. These die-hard sports fans have realized that sports fans needed something other than face paint to show their love and passion for their teams. Go to teamclicks.com dob and show your love for your hometown team. LaTorrance curated collection of men's and women's watches is a perfect investment that lasts for years to come and fits perfectly with your every outfit and style. Our range of classic watches aren't just a great perfect formal and casual accessory, but a time machine that takes you back to memories. Explore our collection of timeless watches that can reflect your taste, personality, and personal style. Our exclusive collection of carefully curated affordable luxury watches is what you need to make a personalized style statement. You can take pride in your prized possession, handing it over to the next generations as your most loved asset that they can also own and display with the same pride. These high quality pieces stand the test of time, giving exceptional value and return on your investment. Go to law-touring.com and use code DOB at checkout and get 10% off. If you're looking for unique sports apparel, check out Streaker Sports. 
they've dug deep into the archives and have brought back some incredible defunct team logos and have even created entire defunct league collections. They also have collections paying homage to sports culture including the Miracle on Ice, Slapshot, Kadishak, the Mighty Ducks, and even have a license with Wiffle Ball and USA Hockey. Only for drunk on broad listeners, use code broad at checkout to get 10% off anything at streakersports.com. Again that's 10% off anything at streakersports.com with discount code broad.